TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's one thing falling in love with a house and quite another navigating the world of negotiating, mortgage lenders, and finding the budget that works best for you. Guidance from an agent who's a Realtor can make all the difference because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. There we go. Now, this is... In the streets, this still is, this is this is adult contemporary though. <laughs> Drake is adult contemporary. <laughs> like this, this is on the the. the uh, welcome to the Quiet Storm. Two one six four seven four double zero ninety two. I'm your host, G Bush. Getting you tucked in on a Saturday night. We'll have a little Drake coming up for you, as well as Sade. Coming up in the, in the 8 o'clock hour, we will also get to a little bit of Janet Jackson here on The Quiet Storm. Now we bring to the North Olmsted Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Online, Greg Schwartz of the Bleacher Report. Greg, how you doing? I, I feel like we're taking our relationship to the next level with that music thing. <laughs> that, that was, that's, that's an intro unlike one I've ever had on your show. Yeah, that's like that's like that's the after ten o'clock voice you used to have when you used to talk to somebody in college. <laughs> like, hey, what you doing, <laughs> Greg? Uh, I don't, you know, I tell you what, we I don't know what we're doing. I'm confused. Um, I, I I said, listen, I threw it out there on on Twitter. I said, give me a percentage chance Donovan Mitchell is, is on this roster in two years. Now, look, I'm not I'm not upset about the the, the jerseys and none of that stuff. I just, I don't know what it is that they can do besides, you know, banking on the fact that they can go to the, the, the and, you know, uh, I guess the conference finals or the, or the NBA finals. But, I, you know, where do you think, uh, you know, Donovan Mitchell will be in two years? I think it's, uh, we're still a year away from knowing that answer. Um, I, I think that was one of the reasons they took this gamble on a, a talent like Donovan Mitchell was the fact that he had three guaranteed years left on his contract. The fact that, you know, this was at least going to be a two-year partnership and then we can evaluate a year before he goes into free agency. Um, you know, it everything ultimately comes down to winning. And if this team is winning and if this team next year makes it to the second round or the third round and shows sustainable growth, if – Evan Mobley looks like a 20 and 10 big man. If Darius Garland keeps progressing, because he, I mean, he's still only 23 years old. If we add some shooters and some wing help to this roster, and they look like a team that can legitimately compete for championships over the next five to 10 years, I think that is going to be the primary thing over location and over, you know, what media market you play in. Because, I mean, the Knicks are good, but nobody's saying the Knicks are one of the best teams in the NBA. And I think the Cavs can still reach that level with the core they have if they have a good offseason and add those pieces to it. So I, I think the only thing – I mean, we can say and we can roll out the red carpet for them and we can do all this stuff to try to make Donovan Mitchell feel welcome in Cleveland – 
But at the end of the day, it's going to come down to winning and how much they improve this team this offseason. Uh, let's talk about, you know, the way you can improve your team. And obviously it's going to have to come through the way you can, what money you have to, to improve your team. I want to get to this first. Um, do you begrudge, you know, one of the things that people talk about, they say, well, G. Bush, look, I, I get it. You didn't like the fact that, you know, Kobe Altman said you're not going to make any major changes to the roster. I get it. Um, we, we probably don't think that was the, I, I don't know, the best thing to say right after a loss, but maybe he's just talking in hyperbole. I think they're going to make a move. Am I being too harsh on Kobe Altman for saying that instead of, just saying, I think they'll make a move. They're just not going to come out and say. Yeah, I, I, I'm surprised he didn't do the generic like, well, we're going to explore every avenue to try to improve this team, and yeah. not, you know, just leave just leave all options open. But at the same time, I think a lot can be said about continuity, right? If you just look at you know the NBA Finals, this Jimmy Butler Bam Adebayo combination has been in Miami for the last how many years? They've been in multiple NBA finals together, and you can just tell the chemistry they have on the court. You look at the Denver Nuggets, a core, you know, their two main superstars have been together for seven years, um, and they've had the same core for the last four or five years, and they've just added little pieces here and there, a bench player here, a fifth starter here, and that continuity in part of, you know, in terms of the stars that they had on that roster helped them lead them to a championship. So I think... Patience is a, a rare thing in the NBA today because everybody wants to blow things up and everybody wants, you know, to, to find the next superstar to join their roster. But a lot can be said for guys just getting experience together, a guys that can get playoff experience together, which now the Cavaliers have a little bit of that. So I, if, if it's me, I'm not touching the four core guys on this roster. Um, I'm not trading Jared Allen. I'm not trading, you know, Donovan Mitchell and panicking and worrying about what he's going to do in two years. I'm just strengthening what's already there. They're going to be better just from the fact that they played a year together and they have a playoff experience together. So I'm I'm not in the boat that I'm going to panic. Um, And I think Kobe, at the end of the day, knows that he doesn't have the picks and the assets to go out and make a big move unless he trades one of his four guys. So what he said, um, whether you like it or not, was absolutely correct. See, that's that's the conundrum, right? Like, you know, so you talk about what moves can they possibly make to get get to a position. You know, you look at, you know, obviously the glaring need. I, I mean, the Cavs just can't shoot. <laughs> right. They just cannot I mean, so you know, in the playoffs it was it was it was very evident. You had Jared Allen who was a non shooter. Evan Mobley at this point in his career is a non shooter. Um Isaac Okoro is a non shooter. Uh you have Donovan Mitchell and you have Darius Garland and then off the bench you, you brought off a streaky guy, uh in Karis Levert and Ricky Rubio was the wizard knocking down shots. Dean Wade didn't knock down any shots. Stevenson's, what, you know, with the, a little bit of money that they have, how, how do they go about finding somebody, um, that is going to, and what are the names available, guys they, you think can move the needle? Yeah, so they don't have cap space per se, but they do have bird rights on Karis LeVert. So number one, you have to recite him. Um, even if he's not the greatest shooter in the world, he was still around 37% last year. But, I mean, as we've seen from Karras, he's either knocking down everything or he's knocking down nothing. There's, there's not an in-between for Karras LeVert. But if you don't re-sign him, you lose that money. 
um, that, that salary spot because you can't go out and re-sign anybody else. So you have to re-sign Karis LeVert regardless about how you feel about him because that's an asset that you can't see walk out the door. After that, you've got your mid-level exception for $12.2 million. Um, that's obviously the highest the mid-level exception's ever been. I think that can get you, if not a starter, then a really good bench player. Um, with that money, I would target a couple of guys that we just saw in the NBA Finals. I would look at Bruce Brown uh, from the Denver Nuggets, a guy that started about 30 games this year, primarily came off the bench, only six foot four, but the majority of his minutes this year came at small forward for the Nuggets because he's a bigger guard. He does things um, that a wing does. Uh, he plays good defense. He can knock down shots. We saw him get hot in the fourth quarter of game four, and he really helped win the game for the Nuggets and you know put them in the driver's seat in that series. Uh, that's a guy I would love to have on this roster. Would it take the full mid-level? It probably would. Um, but he, if he goes back to the Nuggets, he can only sign for a maximum of $7.8 million. So if you offer him almost double his salary, I think that would be enough for him to consider coming to Cleveland. Uh, Max Struess is a guy that I don't think you offer him the whole mid-level because he had kind of an up-and-down finals, but he had some really good playoff games, especially against Boston um, earlier in the playoffs where he was knocking down shots. He was playing the defense, um, 27 years old. I think he kind of fits that win now but still can reach his prime in a year or two. Um, if I'm looking at, you know, what I can get for that $12.2 million, Bruce Brown, Max Struess, those are two guys that uh, would be at the top of my list. Uh, listen, uh, it, 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 can we get this Caleb Martin? Where did, where did he come from? Where, where did this Caleb cat come from? This guy is like, that's another thing. I mean, one thing I did learn is is that, you know, you know, coaching does count. I think a lot of what Miami did was just supposed to just pulling the right strings. I mean, they didn't have a lot to offer when it, it comes to playing, um, when it comes to playing guys like, uh, you know, you, you know, you, you're playing without Tyler Hero. You're playing without some of the guys. Oladipia was a shell of himself, but at the end of the day, um, you know, there, there are people who have questions about JB. Do you think, um, they're all in on JB as well as much as you you saying let let the roster grow together. Are they all all in on JB as too? Well, I mean that's what that was the main thing that I feel like Kobe said at his end of the season press conference was that JB was 100 percent going to be back. We we stand behind him, and he said that when there was a lot of good coaches available out there to sign because you know Nick Nurse was available, Monty Williams was available, Mike Budenholzer is available. There's a lot of good coaches that got fired and were available. Frank Vogel, who won a championship with the Lakers, um, and he stood by JB when a lot of those guys had not signed, and some of those guys are still available. So uh, at this point, you have to stick with him. You can't go out and say something like that and then fire him for somebody else. Um, and the fact that he's under contract for the next four-ish years, I think, mm. and a guy like Monty Williams got possibly $100 million uh, from the Detroit Pistons. I mean, if you're a small market franchise, that's basically what you have to pay for an elite-level head coach. So I think financial impact probably has something to do with that. And the fact that I think I think JB is still a young coach, and he doesn't have a lot of experience. Uh, he's still on the younger side in terms of coaching in his early 40s. So I think you at least give him one more year. But if they have another stinker of a first round where they don't make it out and they don't make – the adjustments throughout the series and the same things that were bothering them in game one are still bothering them in game five, which we saw against the Knicks, then I think you have a serious conversation about his future. But, yeah, at least for one more year, he's safe as the head coach of the Cavaliers. 
Greg, I appreciate you. Thanks for coming on, spending some time with me on Saturday. And next time, I'll try to, uh, you know, be more upbeat in my introduction. <laughs> no, that was that, that introduction is just fine. That's good. I appreciate it. All right, Greg Shorts on an old Thursday Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. We'll we'll uh, digest some of that. Come back, Darren and Bev Lance and Painesville and Robert in Vegas. We'll get to that as well. It is G Bush here on the fan. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. The clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. There are any number of reasons you might consider selling your home. That's where an agent who is a Realtor comes in to navigate the process to sell your home in a way that's right for you. Because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors.